It's almost there. Stay right there. Stay right there. Stay right there. Don't call me white girl. That's a real it's day shit. Unpopular opinion. Jail's not that bad. Boom. Pop your shit open and grab that nigga by the head and get the. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's something about them whispering in my ear, the whole name thing. I like that. I like a nigga to whisper. What's your cash? <laughs> that's what's different. And that's why, statistically, number wise, not only do we not get the same amount of riches as them, we do not keep it. Nowhere mm. near how long they'll keep it. Hello! Welcome to the number one podcast, not in the country, not on the continent, number one podcast in the world, the Don't Call Me White Girl Podcast! Three caps from Zach is not going to work. Thank you. (laughs) I have Phelps here. Yay. I ran into Phelps a little earlier. That's how small the area is that we live in. I legit call him cheating on me today at a park. (laughs) Um, Asmar. Shout out to my tractor trailer drivers on those long hauls. Long, lowly hauls. I got a question for the tractor trailer drivers. You ever park up and rub one out? Huh? Hmm? (laughs) You ever stop at a truck stop and get you a lot lizard? Huh? They, they truck out that little room in the back, don't it? Oh, for sure. Yeah. You ever stop at a truck stop and get you a little crank, little speed, keep you up for the next couple days? <laughs> Shout out to y'all. Shout out to nigga that just drove four days straight, Wisconsin, Alabama, Wisconsin, Alabama. Shout out to him. Shout out to my nigga Droop. He drives a truck. Hitman Holler has a truck distribution center. Shout out to him. I wonder how he is. More wondering about his penis. How's the penis? How's his penis been? Um, he's amazing. He did specimen. good his last battle. If you want, oh, okay, I knew that. You fucked the last battle. I don't even know. <laughs> was like that was the. I was like, you know what? <laughs> this the battle. <laughs> well, who was he battling again? What was it? I can't remember the name. Say it I again. Ill will. Remember what you say? Ill, Ill will. will. That's what it was. Will. I knew I knew him. Um, yeah, you kicked his ass, so that was lit. Um, shout out to Dwight Howard, living his truth, playing with buttholes and penises. I'm here for it. Did he admit it? I saw a video that said, and I don't know, because you know when things happen, people will purposely like drop old stuff so it fits the narrative. Mm-hmm. Because I got my topics from the one and only South Philly's own time. Thanks for the topics, time. Let me text him. Um... <laughs> But I got my topics from Tom, and Tom's topic says um, Dwight Howard denies being gay despite the accuser saying he sexually assaulted him. But I was seeing all these clips, but I guess they were like fake. And the clips, one of the clips, he was like, Why y'all worried about who in my bedroom? Yeah. What first stood out to me was I, I loved Basketball Wives when it first came out, by, excuse me, not Wives, Basketball Wives. And it was a girl on there, very annoying, horrible dancer named Royce. Royce was the baby mama of Dwight, but she was the side joint, so she was, like, never his girl. And she made it very clear that he was gay. Mm. And people called her bitter, people called her crazy, people called her stupid, but these rumors have been surfacing for so long. I always say when things like that happen, when people are quote-unquote outed, I just feel like it's just a bigger representation on how hard it is to come out in the black community. I don't know about other communities. The black one is the one I'm in. Um, Legit, today... Um, the Breakbeat Instagram page posted a video where I had a dark side of my DM and um, it was something about the girl catching her guy cheating because I don't know if you remember, but I said something along the lines of, you better not take her to breakfast. Remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. The first commenter, y'all, I kid you not. And, and it's so crazy because you got this thing going on with Dwight Howard and then you have that. But the first commenter that I saw, she said, I caught my guy cheating at IHOP at 3 in the morning <laughs> with a man dressed in drag on my birthday. Thanks. I ordered a whole bunch of food for me and my best friend, told the waitress to take the bill to him, and, point, and told him to point over here. So once he saw her, he paid it, but they never spoke again. So they just broke up that night. He was not my baby dad or anything. We were just dating. This was 16 years ago on my 25th birthday, and I'll never forget it. I got stood up on my birthday by a man that was on the down low. It was a whole movie, unbelievable. But I hear these kind of stories constantly. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, 
I just think, you know, I've, I've said it so many times, I'm going to continue to say it. I feel like in our community, when you see toddlers, let's just use gay men or gay boys, for example, right? Because we were already talking about that. You'll see a toddler, two, three years old. He's feminine as a motherfucker. It don't matter that he got a bunch of sisters, single mm. mom. That's ghetto shit. It's normal, okay? Not normal, but that's ghetto shit, okay? Um, meaning that thing, that's something that happens in the ghetto where the dad's not around, if he got a bunch of sisters or whatever. But mm. it is a different kind of femininity. It's more of, this little nigga's gay. He gay at the daycare. He's going to be gay at the elementary. The nigga going to be gay in high school, and he's going to be gay at his first job. He's gay. <laughs> but when you see stuff like that, it's always a gossip, a rumor. Girl, you see uh, Chantel's son. Chantel's our cousin, our sister, our family. But it's more you made a mockery of. And God forbid y'all in the church or connected to some kind of religious group mm-hmm. where you're not supposed to be gay. I feel like if people were more encouraging, for, for example, you see your gay-ass nephew, your mother see the gay-ass nephew, y'all sit your son down and say, hey, have you ever thought about if your son was gay? Like, mm-hmm. how would you react to that or whatever? People are afraid of reactions. They don't want to offend nobody, but it's just the reality. And you know what I got to say, Juice? Most of those little niggas that was gay, two, three years old, motherfuckers gay as fuck now. They 21. I'm old like that. I watch these motherfuckers grow up. But I knew you was gay when your pamper sag, nigga. I remember used to be a little boy I knew, and he would take, you know how we wrap our hair in scarves? He would take the scarf, Joey, and put it under his fitty cap so he could feel like he had hair. Now, who's doing that at three on their own? Yeah. Um, I feel like if those conversations happen, instead of it being a whisper and the parent in denial for five years, the parent putting their child out, turning their child away. I've had these kind of conversations when I date guys, especially when niggas trying to fuck you, trying to have your baby. Oh, I'm going to have my baby. What would you do if our baby was gay? All the time. And um, for the most part, people just like to... No, it's not gonna happen to me. My son's not. Gonna, you know what I mean? That vibe. Instead of just being realistic, mm-hmm. you never know. I never forget when. Matter of fact, I think about a year or two ago. It's been since I've been in this last house, and Smush comes in and he says, "I gotta tell you something." And Mina is standing behind him, and he looks very upset, like he's about to cry. So I'm like, "What's going on?" He said, "Mom, I'm gay." And he looked at the ground, and it's so crazy. I'm so progressive. Y'all know all this shit I talk on the internet. I'm gonna be real. My heart dropped in my pussy i was like oh shit because he was like six or seven right six so i was like well that's fine that is fine i said but and then the door see because me and i don't look like that motherfucker like that so i said why are you here why are you standing there you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i'm like well you know do you do you like boys and he was like yeah i like my friends and I was like, no. I said, do you want to kiss a boy? I said, because I think you're too young to have a girlfriend or a boyfriend. I just think you, you're a baby still. Mm-hmm. I said, do you want to kiss a boy? He said, no. I said, well, do you want to marry a boy? He said, no. Ew. Literally, legit. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, well, that's what gay is, babe. Why do you, why do you think you're gay? This motherfucker said, because I like bow ties. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> that bitch had my son thinking he was gay because he liked fashion. And Mina fell apart behind him. She laughed for 10 minutes. That's that sibling shit I don't know nothing about. Y'all are nasty, demonic people. You got siblings? Y'all some evil mother... Oh, you abused people then. Oldest of three, you have physically abused children. Tell the truth. How many times you choke one of the motherfuckers out until your mom opened the door? Lie. She's... All her teeth are showing she's cheesing. That girl beat somebody's ass. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's crazy. Um, yeah. But Smush likes fashion, and he really wants to wear suits to school. And being that the world is so bullshit, it's already been placed in his head that that's feminine, to like clothes. You yeah. see how ridiculous that is? We have those gender things where it's like, little boy gets a toy, you get him a truck. He wears clothes, you get him blue. You know what I mean? And it's like, what if this nigga wants to get into fashion design? Mm-hmm. What if he wants to sell? It has nothing to do with his sexuality. His sexuality, he may be creative. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't know. But Dwight Howard is probably gay as a motherfucker. He about 7'3". Gay as shit. Probably want to put on a pink dress. Might be a trans. And you know what I say, Dwight? Get your Caitlyn on. Caitlyn is one of the ugliest bitches in a dress. But she is in a dress with her ugly ass. Her calves are flat. Her nose is long, but she got on a Versace dress, nigga, and you got the money. Ain't nobody telling me how to dress when I got that kind of paper. I'm pulling up with a driver and a my back 
with a polka dot dress on with the umbrella to match, with a Doc Martin boot, because you can't fit a kitten heel with them big-ass NBA feet you got, nigga. Was was that that so that video of him saying that was old? I don't know. Um, I could try to pull it up. I just the reason only reason why I said that was because according to Tom, he's denying it. Listen, to catch you up if you don't know the story, these niggas are doing sign language. Just say what the fuck y'all got to say. It bothers me with this shit. Yeah, get the it's a it's a trap. It's a trap. Say it. What's a fire, babe? Fuck that. Anyway, um, yeah, but so if you don't know the story, you live under a rock. Dwight Howard, this is going to sound like a joke. It's not a joke. There is somebody accusing Dwight Howard, I think, of sexually assaulting him or raping him. He texts Dwight. They talking back and forth on some kind of app. Dwight says, hey, how's your butthole look? He goes, this is my butthole right here. Smooth. I like that butt. Bring it over. I'm Dwight Howard. He go over there to fuck him. You know what I mean? I'm pulling butthole out. I got an NBA nigga. Check. Checkmate. <laughs> I'm the hottest boy. I'm the hottest boy. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. I done bagged Dwight Howard with them blue ass braids. Right? <laughs> so he goes over there, Joey. And, you know, if they about to get it down. You know, they got the KY out or whatever niggas do. Because I, I ain't never seen it. You know? Whatever you do. Right? You know, we all need a spit start from time to time. You heard me? <laughs> you doing that shit for the electric bill, you might need a spit start, Joey. You know what a spit start is, right? That thing dry because you don't like Nate. <laughs> I can't hear for one thing, Nate. And that's help with my payment arrangement. Let's go. Lay here. I lay here while he get on top of me, do his business. That's from Color Purple. Phelps is uncomfortable. So, um, turn your damn phone down. I don't have a babysitter, y'all. So childcare is high. <laughs> um, so he gets over there. This is where the story gets juicy, and this is no jokes, Phelps. Oh shit! He gets over there. He ready to give up some butthole, and in walks a six foot man in a dress with a beard, with a short twenty seven piece twenty seven piece wig. Now, if you don't know what a twenty seven piece is, that's twenty seven pieces of hair in one pack. A lot of older ladies wear it. You do the longer tracks to the shorter tracks. And back in the day, we used to get that bitch clippered up to make us laugh. We had tape. The stat curls, you remember that? You remember them stat curls with that 20? All oh, you bitches wore 27 piece too. You can lie if you want, bitch. You wore 20. And if you didn't, I'm going to go a little further. You was a corny bitch. Because that bitch laid them tracks close and with them clippers. Girl, you had stacks in the back. Taper. Bob. If you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Fantasia. Go ahead and see yourself. You know she learned how to read. She could read and all that. She didn't graduate. She joined the fucking sorority. Money will buy you anything. <laughs> how the fuck you doing this sorority at 33? You learn how to read at 32. Congratulations, fan. <laughs> Tage, whatever. So, big fan of Fantasia. No shade. I'm a comedian. I'm a comedian. I think we should start putting that at the bottom because they're taking everything personal yeah. from me. Everything. They starting to rip me apart on them blogs. They be calling me all kind of shit. Um, everything but a child of God. <laughs> <laughs> so when the big nigga come out and I'm not saying trans because th this is how the accuser described a big nigga with a 27 piece a wig and a kitten heel and he put kitten heel and cats cap all caps because he was really offended by that little ass heel then the blog I seen it was a picture of a nigga in a 27 piece with a beard like that you can't see his face but you can see a little bit of the whiskers in the 27 piece in the height, because the exhaust was this close to his head. These niggas are six five, giving a butthole. So he, so he said Dwight came out dressed up. Let it out, let it out, let that shit out. When you step in here, this is like a revival. It's comedy. You understand what I'm saying? Wait, you getting a Mona Ghost, not the Holy Ghost. The Mona Ghost. It feel good, don't it? I got a question though. I'm not yeah. like. He's saying when he walked in the room, it was another person or it was Dwight dressed up? No. he. And that's a great question. Okay. And I know it was hard to ask because you don't give a fuck, but thank you for engaging with me. <laughs> um, we've only been doing this for, this is only our 108th time, but Excuse I appreciate you, you catching on. Hi, I'm Don't Call Me White Girl from the Don't Call Me White Girl podcast. And this episode is being sponsored by BetterHelp. This episode has been sponsored by BetterHelp. 
Whether you're dealing with decisions around your career, relationships, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. For me, therapy has really helped me deal with the pressures of fame. The entire process is online, designed to be convenient and flexible to your schedule. Let therapy be your mat with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com backslash DCMWG to get 10% off your first month today. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com backslash DCMWG. Um, 111. Here you you always got to... 111 is my lucky number, babe. Because Rashad was born January um, 11th. 2015, he almost died, January 11, 2015. Ain't that something? All right, so, no, he came to give his asshole to Dwight on a silver platter. Take Phelps, he took his butthole, put it on a platter, and gave it to Dwight. It's yours. It's your butthole, right? And it's nice. But Apparently. this nigga walks in with this dress on and this goatee. He like, I ain't even signed up for this, baby. I ain't know y'all was running a train on me. Um, you know what I mean? So Dwight was never there, though. No, Dwight was there, babe. Oh, okay. But Dwight wanted to party. Uh, he want one butthole, babe. He want two. You heard me? What's better than one butthole? Two of them. What's better than three? Joey, four of them. Should right, we keep going? Right, go ahead. Continue. Let's continue stop. I don't want folks to hit me. So <laughs> when the guy come, he said, no, deal off. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> like, I was going to fuck you. But, like, come on, bro. Who is this he nigga in this try, dress? He wasn't trying to get jiggy? The kitten hill. I think, I think if the nigga came in the dress with, like, a kid or a flat sneak, like a van, he would have fucked him. But the kitten hill, it, it was like, that's, that's it. I'm not doing it. I'm not fucking nobody with no kitten hill on, period. My question is, where do you find a kitten hill on a size 18? <laughs> like, where the fuck y'all get your shoes from, big and tall? But you said the other dude was like six foot, so he wouldn't wear an 18. Watch this motherfucker break down every piece of this story and get on my nerves. Phelps, I don't know these niggas' sizes is a joke, <laughs> motherfucker. Damn. Uh, I'm just saying, a nigga with a six foot and an 18, that's, that's like abnormal. <laughs> Thanks, Phelps, for ruining my joke. Thank you. So. Even if it was a 13, Zach, that's still crazy. Are you serious right now? You're, you're ruining my joke. Further in it, don't participate in it, hon. So, my bad. He leaves, right? The Kitten Hill guy, and that's when Dwight took his asshole from me, because he was like, "No, no, I changed my mind." Dwight took that asshole. Damn, Dwight. It's crazy. And I was talking to somebody earlier. I think it was um, shout out to my lash tech. I really like my lashes. They're brown ladies. I am too pale, and any of the pale girls like me, we cannot wear jet black hair. We cannot wear jet black eyebrows. We look like Morticia. We look like who was the one sucking on Hillary Clinton husband dick? Monica Lewinsky. That's what we're giving. It's too dark, right? Adams family. Da-da-da-da. We can't do it. So I got brown lashes. I might even go light brown next week. I love them. Shout out to Demi. You're the bestest. But anyway, um, she was like, yeah, you know, like, because we talked about Trey Songz being a really big raper. Because, you know, Trey Songz will take your pussy. Trey Songz will take your pussy on the phone. Like, he is a pussy taker. He is a known rapist. Trey Songz is. And Kiki told us first, and ain't nobody fucking listen. This is what we was doing when Kiki said it. La, 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 la. No, we really was doing... We was really doing, uh, sorry, you can make it. I don't know. I was going to try singing a song instead of the la la la, but I can't think of a Trey song. What's a good, famous Trey song? I like Trey. We was going, whoa, that's not him. Let me tell you, girl. That's him, right? That's Ray J. That's Omarion. Fuck! Trey song got mad songs. We just don't be saying Make him no say ah. Make him say ah. That's what he was doing when Kiki was saying he takes pussy. But he really does. I was in LA on some casual shit and somebody had bagged him and they was like, girl, do not go nowhere with him. Like the whole, everybody in there turned around like, girl, he's going to take that cat. Mm-hmm. And the whole point of it is, all jokes aside right now, rapists, all those predator kind of people, 
You know, statistically, a lot of them don't even ejaculate. It has nothing to do with a sexual thing. It's a power thing. You have something that I want, you don't want to give me, and I'm ready to take that shit from you. And I'm going to do it physically. I'm going to overpower you and take it. They're sickos. That's why people are so confused about R. Kelly. People are so confused about Bill Cosby. People are so confused about Trey. Newsflash, bucko. They're yeah. fucking sickos, and it has nothing to do with the pussy. Yes, they can't get pussy in anywhere they want. Yes, they can't get bad bitches. But those are people that are saying, please take it, please take it. They want the bitch that's like, I'm just your trainer. Mm-hmm. I just came to walk the dog. The mm-hmm. motherfucker that got a wife. Because you know what R. Kelly said about the girl that was braiding his hair. No, I said that backwards. You know what R. Kelly old braider said about R. Kelly. In documentary number 73. Remember they did that 117 part documentary on how many people has he actually raped? They got into how many dogs and cats and boys and girls, <laughs> grandmoms and aunts and uncles. Because I love how y'all conveniently forgot that R. Kelly like boy butt too. He did stuff to boys too. People act like they don't see that part. But she said, Joey, and I hate to be graphic, she said, because she was married breaking his hair. And he was real supportive of her business, telling her she should do this, she should do that. And one day, he just... He spit on her and he jerked off and came on her. Oh yeah, I'm and she just sat saying. there. What she gonna do? Yeah, what would you do? Gotta pay rent. Oh my god, cut that out, Zach, please. Um, yeah, and that was rough. She seemed very meek and timid on the interview, and she like I think I threw my slipper at the TV. She pissed me <laughs> off so bad, but it was like <laughs> because I was so angry that it something about it made me want to chuckle. You know what I mean? But I didn't want to chuckle. Yeah. I just kept imagining somebody jerking off and coming on you and spitting on you, and you still being seated there. I think it was it was hard with the R. Kelly thing because when when. Besides the tape, I feel like the next biggest thing in reference to R. Kelly was Dave Chappelle. So it was hard. You feel me? He was a joke from from there on. Even though, oh, even though you saying that David Chappelle making light of it made it light. True. Like from totally there true. on, it was so hard to like. Even though we watching the stories coming forth, all we remember is the Dave Chappelle. At skit. the end of the day. Us dark humor people, because I feel like you're like me, mm-hmm. we always laughing at shit. Yeah. I mean, I am laughing at my hard times. So it's like, yeah, but it, of course we don't stand for sexual assault. Of course, I'm, this nigga, this nigga don't want to even talk to you, let alone take your pussy. You don't even speak back at the time. Fuck y'all. Like, you can't even give Phelps the vibe you don't want fuck. He done. Because, you know, some girls play that game like, no, no, and you got to pull their panties off. Phelps ain't ready to tuck at these panties with you. Girl, keep your panties to get the fuck out. Pass me them raps on the way out so I can roll this Dutch and play this video game. No, I ain't walking you to the door. You had your opportunity on my fucking bed, bitch. You ain't bust that pussy over, you can go. I ain't here to play with you. I'm grown. I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> it's true. He ain't got time to play with you. Um... Where was I at? I'm sure I fucking skipped too story, fast to something. Yeah, it's close. You know I like to tell my personal business. Stop the podcast right now. My oldest child. Oh, yeah. My damn sweetest baby. Gorgeous, sweet, loving. God damn it. I hate that. Beautiful child. Got her first fight the other day. His first squabble. Teach your man how to squabble, nigga. I mean... It, it it was jarring. When I first saw the video, I was like, oh, my fucking God. Um, I feel like people been playing with her for a while. Um, and I felt like it was coming almost. Um, but it's upsetting when you see your kid. Now, you ghetto-ass bitches might watch your child fight every week on socials. <laughs> I don't. And I was like, wow, I'm about to catch a charge for killing a kid. <laughs> you know? <laughs> My child is in middle school. This kid is in high school. This kid comes close to my kid's school and asks her, do you want to fight? What's up? You want to? All this pressure. Where your phone at? Look at it. And, you know, I think she said something to her like, and that's not the first time that she was asked that at the school. That's not the first time. That's not the first time, like, anything like that, around about like that happened. And for me as a mom and also as a gorilla, I I I try to tell her mature things like bite the bitch in the face, um, beat the bitch with a rock, bring a rock to school, you elbows, know? knees, right? Get the piece of the table off, whip her in the face, in the neck area. Um, go to her house early in the morning before the school bus come. 
get in the trash can and pop out that bitch <laughs> like the jack in the box and attack that bitch on the bus stop. Get her while she has sleep. You know what I mean? Choke. Her uncle Phelps gave her really great advice and he said, take your hands around the neck. What is it? How was it? Good choke. You feel me? Nice choke. Like the choke where it got to be like three, four people to do. Like choke her till she pass out. Right. Like it's three or four people. That's a perfect example. Three people elbow to elbow trying to yeah, get you off choke that her till she pass out. Great advice. Um, she ain't going to die. She's just going to take a little break. You just going to go to sleep, wake back up, turn blue, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Might get to say hi to your grandma real quick. <laughs> she going to fade right away, but you're going to see that bitch for a second. Um, but yeah, it was crazy. And. The person that, uh, I'm not even gonna get all the way into all that, but it was just, it was jarring. I will say that with every nigga watching this podcast is thinking right now, any person I told she for the first question was not, is she okay? Not as how she feel. Did she win? Yeah. (laughs) My baby. I just sent it to Zach. Who won? My, My baby won. My baby whooped ass. Went two rounds. Listen. <laughs> you see why I don't like this nigga? Everybody says she won Zach. She got busy. She definitely did. It's just it, you know, as we go, we we still gotta we still gotta and this is the whole thing. And you said y'all gotta remember that's our first. This fight. is this is the whole thing with with us. The other the other Motherfucker, she was fighting wasn't weak, so we giving her credit by saying you feel me? it wasn't like it was. It wasn't a walk in the park. And and we saying other one was real on the kids. other side. They was right. real, they was <laughs> they kids. But as I'm watching the video, my baby threw a couple, and the other one did this. It came right back. Weave. I saw she. Yeah, it was a good weave. She ready to kill my baby when she dipped that first one. I saw, oh shit! It's a good weave. Yeah, I remember I got my ass whooped and I was fighting this young girl, and that bitch did once. Did it again, but the second time she went, that's when I knew. <laughs> right then is where I knew I fucked up. And she whooped my ass. I've had my ass with several times. But I've had a lot of rumbles. My daughter is 13. By 13, yeah, we I was... had fought 20 times. <laughs> we I had deep. already been jumped. Yeah, yeah. I already stomped and been stomped. Yeah. It was wild. But um, I don't know. I've ever told y'all the story, the fight story, where when we lived in the city. Remember, I pulled up to the park, and they haul ass to the van, and they jump in. Pull up, pull up. Cause like twenty people getting to rumble to the park, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it was it was rough watching. They went two rounds. They the fight over my baby in the corner, struggling for her breath, and this bitch come right back, hands up. My baby gave it all she got. I think she did better at the second round than the first. But it's 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 so crazy because she could have went her whole life without fighting. I'd have been okay with that. Yeah. I have two gorgeous little cousins. Um, they went to private school here. They went to St. Mark's. If y'all know St. Mark's, you know they they father made a lot of money. They had a stay at home mom. They've never been in fights. DeAndre, a part of this podcast, has never, never been, been in a, a physical fight. fight. Tom never been in a fight neither. No, Tom been in fights. We definitely not gonna do that at the time. Nah, man, I'm gonna get Tom online. I feel disrespected that you said it. He's from South Philly. Don't I'm do that. Tr- not like that. No real shit. He told you that, or you think so? I think. I, I, doubt I feel it. like Tom might have had family rumbles. I don't feel like Tom is like one on one. Yeah. I don't know. I think he did. I think he did because he's stop. so little and scrawny. He had to fight. She called my baby. I called him. We got Tom Flies on the line. Tom, say hi to everybody. <laughs> you. So we're talking about fist fights. Somebody in this room said that you had never been in a fight just like DeAndre. Is that true? Yeah. I thought you'd been in tons of them down <laughs> South Philly, but the the line the wires might have been crossed. I love you, baby. I had to just confirm some shit, okay? <laughs> South Philly stand the fuck up. All right. He said he love y'all. But um Sidebar, me, Phelps, and Tom, I don't even know if Phelps was there, was in a ghettoist airport in America, which had there. to be in Atlanta. Some was nigga there. was popping off. Me and Tom dropped our shit. What's remember, up, bro? What? Remember what? I was, remember I was. He's ready to go. Because y'all was, y'all, y'all was, y'all was by the Burger King. I was lurking. Remember, y'all was like, where is Phelps? I was oh, in Phelps the was in the cut to poke the nigga up. He was going to get poked up. He ain't know where it came from. A little nigga out of nowhere poked me in my side. That's what Phelps was giving. I was outside smoking and I came back in like, oh, shit. What the? Mm. <laughs> we was about to rumble. Tom was mad as shit. Yep. 
And I was so tired, I couldn't talk. I had to save my energy, so I just put my shit down quietly because I was going to let them square up. I was going to come from the back and kick that nigga right in his motherfucking back or his shin so his knee buckled so Tom could have had a... Because I'm pretty sure I tried to, like, grab a chair or something, but the chairs was, like, nailed, nailed down. Nailed down. It was yeah. wild. It was, it was Atlanta. <laughs> it was Atlanta, I think. Somebody just was shooting in Atlanta airport or stabbing in Atlanta airport, and people was like, oh, my God, what it... The Atlanta airport literally is a shelter. There is yeah. so many homes. The yeah. homeless presence there is so prevalent. Mm -hmm. Coming from Philadelphia where you do not see that. Mm -mm. You don't see homeless people begging for change outside or inside. Their food court, the front of their airport juice bums is in there. bums. Yeah. Like laying, home, houseless people laying on the street with blankets. And some of them have all this luggage. And I always think... Is in their mind, are they going to collect enough money to get home? Because, like, why would you be here? Like, walking around, like, it's bad. It's bad. And, like, a lot of people know, a lot of people that are homeless have mental health issues. They're not yeah. all drug addicts. Some of them lost their minds. A lot of them have homes they can go to. They don't want to go inside. Yeah. They want to stay outside or whatever. So when I saw that stab in Atlanta, that's the first thing I thought. People were talking so crazy in the comments. I'm like, no, that person probably lives there, honestly. Mm -hmm. So... Um, but yeah, back to the fight. It had been so many instances where I felt like she let people play with her. Um, one time, my girl walked up and said something like violent towards her, but Amina was sitting and she was standing. I'm like, no, you never do that. You have to stand up. You, you have to be on the same level of person. If they're on a step, you stand up on the step. You don't let them have that advantage. I was mad because she had a hoodie on and she didn't take it off because a motherfucker will pull your hoodie over here. I'm about to give so many bitches the game. Shaquita, a bitch will pull a hoodie on your head, blind you, and beat you all in your ears, okay? And you won't even know where it's coming from. And guess what? If that ever happens, somebody attack you with a hoodie, you just hold your arms like this, come about that hoodie. Let that belly out. Fight naked if you have to. Or if to. you got the hoodie on, you just got to have one head to quitter. You, some niggas got the one head to quitter, so they You always say stuff. Who's the what girl? We talking about women. What girl you know going to swing blind and knock a bitch out? Take the hoodie off. Don't listen to this contrarian, nigga. He's going to get you fucked up, and your ears going to be bloody. All I'm, I mean, me, I'm, never mind, go ahead. You could, if you, if Amina a motherfucker. Amina's hands is heavy. I feel like if she, if she learned how to pack that motherfucker, if she walked down on somebody. So you would rather age, that than take the hoodie off before the fight or come about the hoodie during the fight. You would nah, say just out, swing come, that come, one come door. Come about the hoodie, but if you, if you going to have the hoodie on, just make sure you cleaning niggas up. That's all. We can agree to disagree. And she also had slippers on. I was against that. Um, that was that was the killer for me, the slippers. Yeah. Uncle Phelps wasn't pleased. I'll say that. <laughs> he wasn't impressed. No, 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 no. It was just the slippers. That was it. It was just the slippers. I sent it to people. A couple cousins on my father's side. They all FaceTimed me screaming at 12 a.m. <laughs> all of them. Joey, I need you to say that with some bass. Turn it the fuck down. Put your lip. Joey, let me see. Turn it the fuck down. I think it was. Turn that shit down. The thing for me was that Turn it, it, down. it speaks to is that you. You not you not raising Joey. Fuck her up. You not raising somebody that's thinking with that mindset, which is a good thing. You feel me? She not outside thinking about having a. You know I what I mean? I think she is because I think that she's been very negatively influenced by her school. Mm -hmm. I picked the wrong school. I assume because of the school district that it was a good, it's the most ghetto school on the district. Mm -hmm. um, I think she's highly influenced by them. Them bitches fight on the weekend. They fight at school. I told you I, in the beginning of the year I go to the school and a bitch is leaving in handcuffs and it was so crazy to see that I kept staring like what the fuck and then it finally clicked. Her hands are behind her back because she has cuffs on. This bitch getting locked up at middle school 830 in the morning. Like, what the fuck? Um, and the crazy part is that little, that bitch ain't go to my daughter's school. That bitch went to the high school. And I, God forbid, because, you know, it's a small town, whatever, if you're watching this. Bitch, it's up with all y'all. I want your mom, <laughs> bitch. Y'all don't know me like that. I will smack the shit out of you, little girl. You, your sister, your mother, and your uncle, and whoever your father is, because your mother's a whore. I mean that. That's reality. Who fuck one of y'all up. Mina has been instructed to stand by the emergency exit and kick that motherfucker because I'm coming in the lunchroom. And it's on there. Fuck school. We don't need it. We on a grand, bitch. We will tell these stories on TikTok till we got enough room to make it. And I'll buy that motherfucker diploma off the internet. <laughs> fuck y'all in that school. In your mom, bitch. I want to drop your name, but I think it's a crime, bitch. 
Nah, he can't do that. I'll fuck that little bitch up. That little bitch can fight. She gonna dip my she daughter. She dip my daughter shit like that. See it coming <laughs> and dip it. Who the fuck is you to dip my daughter shit? That's why she whipped your ass. You got your ass whipped by a rookie whore. You had to go back to high school and tell him an eighth grader beat you up, you piece of shit. You don't do nothing right just like your father. And see, you ain't send me the you ain't send me the second part neither. Cut you, that out. You only sent me the you only You ain't get the long one? You only sent me the Cause the long one you can see her face all swoked up like a bumblebee got you. My daughter ain't have a mark. I started getting on Facebook the, Live and argue. You know the, how niggas do. Second part of get on Instagram. The version you sent me, that shit was like motherfucker. It was like bubble came and all that. I said, oh, these niggas just. <laughs> they done stepped the game up. They got closed caption on the fight video and all that shit. Can I please tell y'all the funniest part? So, yes, she won. Everybody knows she won, right? Because we niggas, we care. This is the funniest part. Definitely. Somebody screen records the fight video, slows <laughs> it down with a mean of swinging and missing, and puts my song in the background. Hit you like this here. Hit you like this here. He fucked my baby up. God, that's good. If I say so myself. <laughs> that's how I laughed right in the face. She was pissed. That's what she said. And I told that bitch to take it down. I said, oh, watch your mouth. <laughs> I play for... I fought Amina for the rest of that night. If I moved the couches up, I laid down, made her lay on me, laid her down, made me oh, lay on her. you gave her the crash course after that? What? I ripped out that hoodie. She ripped me out of hoodie. We was in that motherfucker doing all kinds of that motherfucker That's like how this. You're to this is how you ram a bitch into the wall. Ooh. That's how you're supposed to do. You got to give him a little, you know what I'm saying? I'm from the hood. I ain't fucking around. I was waiting on this day for you to get ignorant like your mother. Welcome <laughs> to the club, nigga. Next is jail. It's in your blood. And that's how it come from a long line of miscreants. That's, that's the truth. That's how it be. My whole father's time. We pieces of shit. You let that run through your blood like that. Welcome. It's time to commit some fraud. It was fighting on both sides. It wasn't fighting on both sides of your family, just one? Nah. Um, I feel like my mom's side. First of all, we from North Philly, so everybody for it. Right. But I feel like my mom's side, and this is no shade to y'all raggedy asses, but they, they, a lot of them is pussy. Or a lot of them, <laughs> yeah, a lot of them pussy. Like my grandma, she liked that. Like my grandma, if my grandma called me today, my mom's mom, and say, you know I had to fight a bitch at the right age, I wouldn't blink twice, that's her life. Mm -hmm. She been living this way a while, she old. She born in the 40s, this nigga rumble. She claimed Joe Frazier told her how to fight. Bitch been lying since I met her. <laughs> but she claimed Joe Frazier told her how to rumble. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I, 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 um, my grandma rumble because the 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 women on my dad's side of family they were none of that. Women on my mom's side of family with all things. You feel me? Even so that, even like, that. Wanda, y'all know Wanda. Yeah. My mom is the oldest of the three. My mom was the goon out of them. My mom was kicking ass. <laughs> Yo, somebody called my grandma and said Wanda down here kicking this girl under the car because my mom fought some little girl and stomped her ass under a car, and that's where the little girl stayed till my mom got her white ass up off of her. My mom rumbled a lot, a lot. And, it, and it, you know, they smart, though. They educated women, so it's like you're not going, you know what I mean? But for the most part, I would say a lot of people on my mom's side pussy. They either can fight or they won't fight or they get it popping and don't fight. You know what I mean? I was real tight with one of my cousins on my mom's side, and she had me rumbling once a month. Because she would love to fuck people men, but she wouldn't rumble. You know what I mean? Now, my father's side, the thing about us is we fight each other. So it's like, imagine having, like, you fighting pit bulls, but you let them wrestle each other if you take them to the dog fight. Legit, my two cousins, something happened, and the girls came to the house to fight, and my uncle, Ty, was holding the door closed, and my cousins was going crazy because they want to come out and fight, and he's telling them bitches, if I let, the, if I let my dogs out, it's over. He opened the door. <laughs> if I let these motherfuckers out, I can't put them up. You know? He, he let them out. What? It went crazy. Listen, we all, that's how we get it in. Like, that's, it's just an automatic. Mm. Like, we fight each other. We'll jump each other. It's just, like, all our cookouts, we start around four. We say to come at three. Food ain't done till eight. We didn't rumble twice around six hungry. And now it's time to party. Yeah. That's how we do it. I was, I'm sorry because... I mean, my mom and them, they was women, so it was like you said, they would fight each other, fight other people, but I'm... I, Your father's side, though? No, my mom's side. But the mom's side is the wild yeah, one, my dad. Not the dad. My, okay. On my dad's side, my dad, the only boy, he is the he the wild one, you feel me? But I never got to see him, like, get busy. In the Because he was... My dad was a little strong, super, so niggas would always bitch up. I'm like, somebody... Like, I, I want to see him try to, like... 
It ain't, you feel me? No. Ain't I, never, ain't never I remember, we from the city for real, so, you know, stuff happened and the whole block come outside. We would play double dutch. And it was this one lady. Remember them dudes. Never forget this bitch. Her name was Monica. Monica, if you watching this, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> um, Monica was just that bitch on the block that was in all the kids shit. Remember them type of people? Yeah. Bro, you could be playing hide and go get it and shit, but like you humped up three times, not two times. Like she was just yeah. ridiculous with it. Remind me to tell my hide and go get it story, okay? Because I didn't tell it last week. You you told us before. I did. I told y'all outside, but I don't think I told it on camera. Did I talk about hide and go get it the game? I'm doing it again. I don't give a fuck. Right. So real quick, and then we done here. Um, she would be in everything. So we playing double dutch. That was like life back then. Like our whole lives were rolling around double dutch. And I couldn't jump. I was always baby dial. I hated them bitches. If you don't know, baby dial only jump once every other round, and they're forced to turn all the time. And where I'm from down North Philly, you was you would a bitch would hit you with the rope, but then you play paybacks and smack that bitch in the face with the rope. We play vicious style. Mm. Urban areas breed cycles because everything we did was violent. Because why the fuck are we smacking each other in the face with the double dutch rope for paybacks? Whatever. Something happened. She got in it, um, and, like, I stood up to her daughter. Because they her kids ran the block because their mom was in everything. Mm -hmm. All our moms was busy working or smoking mm -hmm. crack. They had, like, dignified enough to be busy hitting the pipe in the alley. This bitch in all our stuff with mm -hmm. a beer in her hand. Fucking piece of shit, cold 45, drinking ass bitch. You still got that black eye, bitch? Fuck you, Monica. Um, so... Whatever, I think I, the daughter, I finally stepped to the daughter. I was just like Mina, bigger than everybody, but I stood up to her, and I think I pushed her. She jumped right in between us. The girl pushed me, but I pushed her hard. She walked right in between us, and she pushed me, Monica. I went in the house when mom was in the shower, and I said, Mom, Mommy, Monica hit me. Mind you, it was already a bunch of shit with Monica. She was already doing shit. She tried, was trying to fake flirt, flirt with my mom, nigga. Like, a lot of, she was one of them. My mom, nigga, walk up, park the car, park the porch, go, she winking. She just was weird. My mom had this little weird dating phase, but they was all ballers. I just said that to the other day. You couldn't pick the figure, a stepdad out for me, bitch. Because I remember the one guy had a Porsche when I climbed in his car, and he called me a fat, get my fat ass out the car. She never talked to him again. <laughs> and then the other guy she dated, girl, he had, guess where he lived at? When I came out of his fucking living room, guess what I saw? South Street with all the people. Money, yeah. right? You know damn well if you live in the middle of South Street and you can see the crowd out your living room. Yeah. He had bread too. Like, bitch, you didn't, you couldn't reel none of these niggas in. And you know I was trying to talk to my mom, Dr. J, the basketball player. Bitch turned her down. Yo, you, you wanna know what's crazy about that? I seen um when I took a picture when I was young, I met his wife. I like Wanda could have I, I seen what she looked like. Like she could have been in that spot. <laughs> it was like the same. So you feel me? Um what the same fuck? Same template. Oh, same tip with this crazy. So, um, she ain't paying no money. My mom not, like my mom's weird. So I go in and tell my mom my mom was showering. This story is very funny now because I talked to her about it as an adult and she explained it. And all I can remember is that she was super calm. I because I never got along with my mother. I hated my mother my whole life. I received it as, oh, this bitch don't give a fuck. I get to on the rotary phone. Ring, ring, you know, I'm that old. Took me a minute, okay? I dialed two one five five four eight seven three forty one. I call Lagoon, grandma. Miss Monica just pushed me. She said, stay right there, baby. It ain't a cell phone. It ain't make no sense. But I said, I will. Okay? <laughs> Simultaneously, my mom get dressed, put a sweatsuit on. I never forget this shit, Juice. I'm looking through her door, and I see her put a knife in her sock. I said, she going to kill this bitch. <laughs> this is what I want. Right? Because I ain't getting no attention. Kill somebody for me. <laughs> somebody let me know they love me. <laughs> so we get to the door, block packed. We live on Albany Street. Walk to the porch, right? We out the house. Who pulls up in their blue Toyota Camry? Bessie Brogdon. She legit on a Philadelphia bike block, pulls up, reverse, gets in the spot in seconds perfectly. This bitch did one to the back, one to the front <laughs> in the spot. She gets out of the car. She has a bamboo stick. She would use bamboo for like decorations with her plants and stuff. A bamboo stick about this long. She has her arm like down, like this straight, and she skipped. <laughs> skipped to Monica's house. All I remember her saying was, oh, oh, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Hit me with that stick? And before she got stick out, my grandmom had whopped her on her motherfucking head <laughs> probably four times with said stick. Wop, wop, wop. And then she said, let's go. My grandmother walks past her, gets on the porch, and she get the <laughs> right, this some shit from the fifties, cause the, I ain't never she seen hit it. With the stick, then put the stick down. And put then, the stick and said, "Come on, come on." 
Me and my mother on the porch because Monica was on my neighbor's porch. The fact that she like took some like like beat her down a little bit before she fought her was <laughs> the fact that it's after a skip is the crazier part. So you know how row homes are. It's the steps, flat steps, porch. So my grandmother walks past her, bamboo stick whooped head ass, and gets on the porch and she begins. The ghetto, uh, native, you know, the other natives on. Niggas, what's up? You get to talking your shit. Um, and I remember when Monica stood up, the neighbor was laughing. Like, go ahead, Monica. Go ahead. They get to squaring up. I don't think Monica got a hit. My grandma <laughs> six-pieced that bitch. Boop, 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 boop. All I remember is Monica hit. I'm about seven, so I'm screaming, get off my grandma, get off my grandma. My mother elbows me, look, she ain't on your grandma, your grandma on her. My grandmother was whooping her motherfucking ass. <laughs> so now they on the ground, my grandma's on top of her, young girl style, beating her ass, beating her ass. The neighbor says, here, Monica, here, to give her the stick, right? My grandma says she can't grab it. <laughs> my grandma gets up. Walk, mind you, now the whole block in front of the houses. Walks through them niggas, come up the porch, and then we argue with 100 people because everybody loved Monica. Yeah. And I watched Monica's eyes swell bigger and bigger. And by the end, her shit was sitting like this. You ain't had to hit me with that stick, Miss Bessie. <laughs> you ain't had to hit me with that stick. Yes, I did, bitch. Yes, I did. That's how I grew up. Y'all want to change juvenile stories? It was riveting. And it's so crazy because we called our people because they had so many people and our people came so late. And I remember my cousin Lily came and the fight was basically over and we was on the kitchen table and she had this big coach bag and she started pulling out all her weapons. The bitch had, of course, mace, a knife, a pistol, but she had nunchucks. I never could understand where did she get the nunchucks and why did she bring them? Yeah. And okay, this is why the story funny now. I said to my mom, mom, all I remember about that day was you was so calm. And as a kid, I thought she don't care about me. She said, Damone, I took a volume. And now I know the power of volume. She was lit. This was the worst possible time for this to happen. Like, I'm litty bopping this motherfucker. You know what I mean? That's where the skip came from. <laughs> no, Bessie skip, nigga. Come on, Phelps. Bessie skip to the loo, nigga. My mom, that's why she was so calm when I told her and she didn't flip the fuck out. You know what I mean? Oh, well, this is my freaking girls, my get them girls story. I went to Benjamin Rush, out to Philadelphia. Anybody went to Benjamin Rush, and they paid catch a girl, freak a girl, but the way they did it is they would run up to you and slam you. The ground was hard as shit, cement. The shiny, you know that shit they buff? Hard as a mm -hmm. motherfucker. Me being fat with no titties. I was so sad. Nobody ever caught me or freaked me, and it bothered me so much. I mean, it was going on all week, and it's Thursday, and I still ain't been caught or freaked. And I never forget walking down the hallway, and Darnell, I think his last name was Henson, ran at me full speed. And when my face smacked that ground and my head began to ache because I probably had a concussion, all I could think was, was, yes, finally. <laughs> Thank you. As he was, like, humping me while I was on the ground. I was like, oh, my God, my head hurts, but I finally got one. Yes. Child of Darnell Henson. All this is truth. You want to talk about something? All right, the podcast is over, but real quick, <laughs> just to make sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got to do voicemails, blah, blah, blah. Tom's notes say, shout to Blueface, because Jayden got signed at Columbia Records. Who cares? Jayden's face is so wide, it makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't like her big, fat tomato face. Um, but I still do like Blueface. Call me, baby. Um... It was a mass shooting in Maine. Don't want to talk about it. We have to change change the gun laws. I think I'm almost 100% sure that the guy that shot 22 people in Maine had just got released from a mental hospital. And he has a license. He's licensed to carry. That was one of the things that you niggers that love Donald Trump, that's one of the first things he did, reverse the law that Obama had in place where you couldn't get a gun if you had mental issues. Would you? Is that such a far stretch that if you schizophrenic or manic or super bipolar or suicidal that you can't own a weapon? Yeah. But doesn't that make sense? Now you can. You could be crazy as shit, get out to mental hospital, go buy a new gun, and shoot 22 people in Maine, because that's what just happened. This stuff, these mass shootings and these school shootings are going to keep happening because these motherfuckers with the NRA are too locked in with politics, and they own these fucking politicians. And that's the only reason why they won't change gun laws, because they make money. So all you poor motherfuckers down south, you white boys and some of you black niggas down south, they trying to take our guns, government trying to take our guns. No. The rich are getting richer from every purchase that you make 
give a pistol. They don't give a fuck about none of us because they all got fucking tanks in their basement. God forbid something happened. They can go underground. They got enough food to last for two motherfucking years. Meanwhile, we up here living in real life purge shit. We have to change the gun laws. Nobody's trying to take your guns. We just want to make it harder for a person that's a psycho to get a gun. Mm -hmm. We want to make it harder for a kid to get a gun. It's too easy. Guns are too accessible. This shit gonna get worse and worse and worse. And it don't matter until it's your town or your kid or your kid's school. None of y'all give a fuck until it come close to home. How many motherfuckers gotta get killed? I remember Columbine like 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 yeah. yesterday. And Columbine is so old. Bro. That was a big deal when it happened. Let me tell you how crazy the world is. Right now in 2023, I follow a man on TikTok that went into his school and shot that motherfucker up. And the only reason why he ain't killed nobody is because he's a bad shot. He went viral a year or two ago because he worked in his homeless shelter and a black man stabbed him with a machete. He then went on the news and said it was a reverse hate crime because that black man that stands up with a machete called him a cracker and said something about hating white people. When all reality, there's no such thing as reverse hate crime, Joey. All reality, he probably was mentally fucked up mm -hmm. in a homeless shelter and went crazy and stabbed you. Anybody could have got stabbed that day, the mailman mm -hmm. or whoever. But they put him on the news. They called him a hero. And no, being that he's a white man, because right now, if a nigga die and he's, he works for FedEx and he gets murdered working, but he went to jail 10 years ago, the media says ex-drug dealer works at FedEx mm -hmm. was murdered. That's how they cover us. Mm -hmm. This white boy, not one of them fucking nasty white-ass journalists did their due diligence to find out that that is a school shooter that you're handling as a hero. That motherfucker did 17 years in prison. He been on TikTok going viral for a year straight and just decided to tell a story about how when he went into a school, he was just trying to commit suicide. He wanted somebody to kill him. He didn't shoot at any kids. Nope. Everybody just Googled the real thing. And most of the time when he was Googling, you couldn't find out because when you Google him, all you find out was that he was got stabbed by a machete and a racist mm. guy or whatever. And that's the story why people wanted to hold on to because they love this guy. But if you Google him and put in the year 2004... You can see that he went to the school and shot staff and kids. Nobody died because he sucks at everything he does, including a school shooting. You're a bad shot, bitch. If you could shoot, these motherfuckers would be dead and you'd have did more time in jail. You know what the real cackle is? The man that stabbed him with the machete is facing 25. That white motherfucker did 17 for walking into a school and shooting kids and motherfucking staff. That's where we live at. Welcome to America, niggas. Um... On a lighter note, let's do a dark side of the DM, right? Wouldn't that be cool? A lot of them I have. What you say, Zach? <laughs> hey, Mona, it's my first time sending a DM. Hopefully you actually read it. I'm a Libra. I'm pretty sexually fluid. I have sex with guys and girls, and eventually I want to get married. No desire to have kids, but when I was younger, I always imagined I would get married, but I never envisioned a male or a female as the person I'll marry. I currently talk to a female, but she's heavy into drugs. For example, we went to the new beach over the summer and did shrooms. She rolled up three blunts for later that night. We got to her house. We had sex. She smoked two of the three blunts while we watched The Mick on Netflix. I highly recommend. But just picture this. Her rolling up one more blunt for the night, smoking a cigarette with a half a bag of coke in her lap. Bitch, I don't like how you dropped the coke part in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the coke part was like. like it was shade. Yeah. But I was at the end, like, let's. Let's she snored coke too. That's why she did that. Okay. Later that night, she prepared a bath for me, and we bathed each other. But um, she would get out the tub to go snort. She did it like twice. I really like her. She's an Aquarius. <laughs> Aquarius is like a little drugs, don't we? <laughs> My baby. Ain't nothing wrong with her. Okay. Um, <laughs> Jet really had the evil villain laugh from the top. It's another Aquarius in the motherfucker building. We like that. Um, we like the little Aquarius reference. I really, really like her. She's an Aquarius and I'm a Libra. Sidebar, the best love I've ever had from a man has been a Libra twice. Well, it felt like the best love. I just don't know how to tell her that the drugs are turning me off. Maybe you could tell her when she pulls out the bag of Coke, babe. Um, I told her, because that's what a lot of this stuff boils down to. It boils down to, um, maybe I'll just talk over the fire, man. Somebody better be dead when we up out of here. Because <laughs> you know Delaware's infamous for that. Like 16 state troopers for an old lady. Like yeah, they always on some nine, bullshit. Yeah. Bored ass niggas. Um, I just don't know how to tell her the drugs are turning me off. I told her that I don't like who she is on drugs, so she said she'll make it her priority to be sober if she knows I'm coming over. 
damn, she on drugs. I don't see anything long term with her. So it's kind of like I don't care either way. I just don't know if I should just let her do her thing because I don't see the situation being long term or should I really try to get her off the drugs? I wouldn't even know what to say without being offensive. Sorry if it's a little lengthy. Bitch, you ain't sorry because I'm going to paragraph three now. For some context, I don't smoke, but I do drink, and I've only done shrooms with her. My mother is a current coke kid, and I haven't oh, spoke to her in six years. Not because of the drugs, but I just, don't, I just don't know who I'm going to get when I talk to her. I understand. It's something about this Aquarius that makes you want to drop everything. That's what, that's, you know, that's what we do, babe. <laughs> um, it's something about this Aquarius that makes you want to drop everything and just be in my own world with her. We really have that effect on people. It's crazy. My first boyfriend was an Aquarius. Um, and we were together for nine years until he wanted to start pimping and live on a ranch with his two baby moms. Help. That's hard. That's hard. Shout out to him. I was going to say, I was going to say he might, that she might be from the Bay. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say either like Oregon, like Seattle, or Bay. What was the fucking question? I'm like, what was, what does, what does she want with me? I don't. It's a girl. The girl's the coke head. She wanna know if she should leave her alone. Okay. But she loves the coke. I think she already loves it. Jet said the jig is up, bitch. You know what you in love with. Um, okay. Number one. I say this all the time, I'm gonna say it again. I think where a lot of women make mistakes, especially black women, we will get things on a plate. Okay, like this. This is an ashtray that's a joint in it, right? We will get this and try to turn this into a Picasso. Yeah. Flip this up, paint it, okay? Put something special on it, light it on fire, make it do. You meet a nigga in the club and y'all fuck sometime and you get pregnant, don't keep the baby. That You can't make the club guy the family guy, but that's what we try to do all the time. I think not only is it foolish on your part, but it's fucked up to the other person. Because if we meet and we like to fuck, I like to fuck you when I'm high, and now you want to change that of me, why? Where are all these expectations coming from? This high-ass Aquarius bitch enjoys storing a little powder, eating a shroom, smoking four blunts. That's her life. She welcomed you in it. But who the fuck are you to come change it? It's not like you say on this letter, she losing her house. She can't pay her bills. She always asking for money. She maintaining that coke shroom weed habit. <laughs> she got the coke board. She hit on payday. She jerked the shroom guy off, right? And her brother sell weed. She got it. <laughs> who the fuck are you to come change jeans just because you love it there? Not to mention, how you know you going to love it without the coke squeeter? That bitch might not lick that coochie the same unless her mouth numb. Yeah. He ate your pussy for three hours last week because her tongue numb, girl. She can't feel it. She didn't snore it a quarter of coke before you got here. I think it's ridiculous. Even to say, oh, can you not do that in front of me? You know this bitch snore coke. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I just I just think that it's foolish on your part and you about to cause yourself a whole batch of problems trying to change something from what it is. Especially when you said it out your own mouth. This is not your forever person. Mm -hmm. So my answer short is to leave. If it disgusts you that you snore powder, then it should discuss you that when she fucks you with the dildo for four hours off the coat. You know what I mean? But them knees don't buckle. That powder, that powder. The dick ain't getting soft because that motherfucker rubber. She is very black, baby. She yeah. black. I can see the DMs because of the little profile picture. Regular black girl, thick, pretty, dark skin, nice looking. But it's like, and then also think about what you like. She wants a baby. She wants to be married. You know what I mean? Miss Cocaine ain't the one. No. That baby crawling around, getting to that powder. Now that motherfucker won't stop watching Coco Melon. This motherfucker yacked up on that powder. You done got the baby all coked up. It's a good time. <laughs> Listen, Aquarius are a good time. Wouldn't recommend. I wouldn't recommend none of you motherfuckers to go nowhere close. You got to be strong to ride that ride, okay? And then, uh, oh, my God. Okay, a woman, cool. But I couldn't imagine dating a male Aquarius, no shade. But it's like, what? You know what I mean? It's a lot with us. And it's the thing. We're the most loyal. We're super loving. We will ride or die. We don't leave you. We're going to put you through some shit while you're here. You know what I mean? And we get very, because I exaggerate, I think we're good people, but we get very like, we just have to be alone and we won't explain that to you. You be thinking you didn't fucking did something to somebody and it's just us Aquarius. 
Get away from me. Stay away from me. At the same time, why haven't you gone and checked on me? I ain't answer your calls in six months, but you got the fucking nerve not to text to see if I'm okay. That's an Aquarius. I was itching. It's rough. <laughs> it's rough. And I don't know, what is our mates? Like, what's our good? That's crazy. Oh, so Libra is it? Okay, I've had really good relationships with Libras twice. Juice, I want one of them. Leos? A Leo almost ruined my life. Fuck no. Jet, that's all I attract is cancers, but friend wise. Time. <laughs> but dating. Close friends, legit maybe 10. Juice, Tom, all of my friends are cancers. I got, I don't have a male tattoo on me. My best friend is tattooed on me. She's a cancer. You know what I mean? She dumped me. We'll talk about that later. So it's like a perfect fit, like a puzzle. Hmm. Well, I don't know. So, Sash, everybody here, I don't know if y'all agree with me, but my advice would be to just go because y'all not in the same direction. You done already had that pussy everywhere you can have it. And to be honest, if she tell you she's not going to snort coke no more, she is. So nobody's quitting coke for some bitch. <laughs> Please. Yeah. She wouldn't even quit coke for probation or a job. Okay. Um, We're going to do the voicemail. Why? I don't know. But we'll do it. Um, where is it, Phelps? Is in our group message? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hi, previewer. I, I know I'm forgetting something. What's up, cousin? Um, I fuck with you real hard. Um, this is show every Tuesday morning, eight o'clock sharp when I get to work, and I watch you every Wednesday. I love you, but let me get straight to the point. Love you too, baby. So I know you always say how you had a man that was a big man, and you love him. He did stuff you financially, but you wasn't there. So I'm dealing with this nigga. I love him to death. He does everything for me. We have a good time, everything. But I just can't bring myself to be in love with him or listen to him and be submissive to him. Like, he does everything for me. You know what I'm saying? He takes me on days, three to four times a week. You know what I'm saying? He's laying it down. He does everything he's supposed to do. But Did you say laying it down? Before we got to this point, he's hurt me in the past. And I'm trying to get past that. I can't. What would you suggest? Love you, girl. What's up, Phelps? Uh, she said, what's up, Phelps, what's at the up? end? What she, so what she say after? It's a little confusing, because at the end, I think she said that he hurt her in the past, which is kind of confusing. But she also said that he does everything right, like as far as financially, looks out for it, they go on three, four dates. And I think she said he lays it down, which means like he fucking the shit out of her. Mm -hmm. But she can't bring herself to submit. And what was the other thing? She can't bring herself to submit, and she can't bring herself to, um... Before we got to this point, he's hurt me in the past, and I'm trying to get... I ain't, sidebar, I ain't when you bitches bring up what I said before you say what you gonna say. Say what the fuck you gonna say, Bonquisha. <laughs> don't say what I said. I don't want to hear about what I said when I said it. I was being transparent. That's very hard for me. I ain't never said nothing. Everything, but I just can't bring myself to be in love with him or listen to him and be submissive uh. to him. That's what I'm saying. That's a lot. I can't bring myself to be in love with him, to listen to him, or submissive. That's a lot. Like, he does everything for me. You know what I'm saying? He takes me on dates three to four times a week. You know what I'm saying? He's laying it down. He does everything. Cat. It's, you know, whatever. Um, you don't think she gets to God three or four times a week? If you can't find it in yourself, that's just very intricate because it's one thing where it'd be you love him, but you can't submit or you mm -hmm. can submit, but you don't love him. But for both, Demona at this stage of the game, I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? Demona at 27, I'd have figured out how to love him. I'd have made it work. Back, I used to be financially driven. So I wouldn't like the guy off the rip. I wouldn't like him off the first date. Wouldn't like him off of what he looked like or nothing. But after he did stuff for me, I kid you not, he looked like a Dries Alba. I dated two <laughs> niggas with one eye. Like that eye just got there. Like I, it's just, like I didn't even see. Yo, one of the niggas I dated with one, one eye, his, pat, his part with no eye, like a, it like a butthole. Like it was it's just a butthole with an eyebrow. Did, Zach, did you just say, <laughs> with a on it? Are you grossed out? 
I used to be that kind of girl. Now I had to like you to even be around you. I've never been a looks person. I don't care what you look like. That's not my thing. I like dark skin. I like, you know, this and that, but I don't care. You know, you I have to like you. You know what I mean? You sound very grown on the phone. You better not be in your twenties because you sound like you're a little older than that. Catfish. Um, but yeah, I'ma say. I don't know. I really don't know. It's just, that's so intricate. It's why it sounds like cat to me, but you know what I mean? Like, if you can't find yourself loving him, then what are y'all really doing? Yeah. Joey's saying, what's the point? She won't say it out loud because she's too professional. You about to get a demerit for that. Say it out loud, Joey. Joey said, what's the... That was hard. Like, fucking... Pulling teeth with this nigga. The fuck you be, you be beating her ass on the way? Um... Well, he be texting, beating you up through the text. Make sure you keep it down, bitch. Um, yeah, I don't, that's kind of, I don't know. Does anybody have anything for this girl? Because I really don't, like, okay, let's do the, the submitting part. I just had this conversation with a very close friend. When you are not used to dating men, you won't know how to submit. It takes you a while for it to sink mm-hmm. in. Oh, I got a man. I got, yeah. The dating pool is not full of piss. It's full of doo-doo. It's like the public pool in the ghetto. Somebody doo-doo, right? Mm-hmm. It's horrible. So a lot of us are dating DL, broke, manipulative, gigolo, won a couple dollars ass niggas. So when you're used to that, you don't even know what to do when a man steps in your zone. You know what I mean? I feel like that's when... It comes into play. You treat a nigga how he acting. So if he's doing all the right things, the least you can do is hear him out. So if he's saying to you, stop snoring cocaine, maybe you can, you know, hear him out because he handling business like a man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like submission isn't something that automatically happens in a the relationship. They earn that. And they deserve a certain amount of respect. And some men don't even want you to submit, but some men need it. Most men need it to a certain extent. You know, they want to be... The person they get the big piece of chicken, they want the plate first, and they want, you know, to be held high in the household, you know. And I feel like if you paying bills and treating you right and being a man and you ain't touching no trash and you don't change no oil, I know girls that don't even pump gas because they nigga meet them at the gas station that pump that shit. If you live in a life, that's the least you can do is when he say, yo, I don't want you out past two, that you come home at one thirty. And a lot of y'all swear I'm this super gangster bitch. Uh-uh. I bring a nigga his plate. <laughs> And guess what I tell him when he done eating juice? I get it, babe. You thirsty? Bitch, I put hot sauce on the chicken. You know how I get down. You want three or four dribbles, babe? One more or half? Too much? Let me get you a fresh wing. I'm one of them. Wash clothes, suck dick, all that. I'm one of them. I'm not playing. If I like you, oh, you're getting your plate. I might bring you, bro, my ex just brought up a plate. I brought him to work for, for, guess what I brought him? A fried lobster tail, steak, shrimp, baked potato, and fucking broccoli. With cornbread. I made that part up, but I did bring hot sauce, the whole bottle. <laughs> yeah, That's one a- of them. If you're interested in me, please DM me. Thank you. She gonna be mad next week, though. I know. Never mind. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, but yeah, I do think submission has to be deserved. You, Shaquita, I don't really know what to tell you, but I do love you. Me, if I was you, I would fall in line. I would fall in line. Jew said, give him to me, Jesus. Lord knows I need a man. It's been years now. That being cold at night. Cold. It's the coldest winter ever. No sister soldier. Jesus, help me. Freezing in that motherfucker. Ooh, you, you Lord. Think more and more women is starting to come to terms with that. Like, damn, this material shit not cutting it. Or is it, a, or is it an age thing? It's an age. That's what it is. Because I'm telling you, as a kid, it's like, please. I didn't even wear jackets as a kid. Bro, I never wore winter coats as a kid. I kid you not. I would just be hopping in out of my car. And you know, you kept your back always hanging out with the tram stand. I just be hopping in and out. I never wore a coat. Boy, I don't wear a coat during the fall. My bones ache for days. Can't even walk. Sitting by the stove with it open. Start a small fire in the backyard. My older nigga. I hum Negro spirituals when I clean. <laughs> oh, Lord, get us out of this now. Is that one? Oh, Lord, get us out. I love y'all, my dear.